And especially in certain populations, it's it's especially important. If you're talking about somebody who's strict vegetarian or vegan, some of these nutrients that are especially important as you get further along in pregnancy and while you're breastfeeding, we've got to keep those on the radar. So when I think of like top nutrients that we need that are harder potentially to get fully from our diet alone, especially since our soils are depleted, we are not eating the same quality food that we have. Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder, and I'm here to help you rock your hormones and feel great in your body so that you can reclaim more energy, vitality, and joy and become the CEO of your health. Let's jump on in. Earlier this year, I, along with many of us, were very alarmed at the newest statistic that was reported and updated by the World Health Organization that around 17.5% of the adult population, roughly one in six worldwide, will struggle with infertility. Now, this number jumped from one in eight worldwide in less than 20 years. And even that stat was concerning. Now, the report reveals a very important truth, that infertility does not discriminate. According to the World Health Organization, infertility is a disease of the male or female reproductive system defined by the failure to achieve a pregnancy after 12 months or more of regular unprotected sexual intercourse. Now, we all know someone who has struggled to conceive and get pregnant, and it can be devastating. Now, I was having a conversation with my dear friend and my go-to fertility expert, Dr. Cleopatra, and she brought up a really important point in that there is a lot of misinformation about fertility and conception. We both were remembering growing up and being told that we as women could get pregnant any day of the week and that the goal was to not get pregnant. I don't ever remember being told that I need to plan to conceive like I planned for my wedding day or my career or even where I was going to college, that you don't plan to get pregnant, you just get pregnant, sometimes accidentally, right? So growing up, the emphasis was that it could happen at any time. So watch out and don't let it happen until you are ready and then it'll just happen. Well, we know that it's not that simple and it never really was. One of the most important aspects of fertility and preparing to conceive is ensuring that your body has the right nutrients for optimal egg and sperm quality, along with nourishing the environment where the fetus will grow and flourish, which is our uterus. All of these require important key micro and macronutrients And we know now that we really need to be supplementing those nutrients for many, many months heading into conception so that we are good to go when it comes to creating a really healthy baby. And this is not just for the sake of fertility, but for for our health regarding our hormone balance and even our menstrual cycle health. These are both key markers for overall health and vitality in women. Now, because I know that so many women are navigating fertility journeys right now, I just wanted to make sure that they knew how to support their bodies in a way that felt good, felt and aligned, and really helped them set themselves up for the best success. So today I invited Lisa Dreher to share her research on what our bodies need to support fertility and conception so that women and men are feeling fully supported as they embark in one of the most rewarding and hardest journeys of their lives. Now, before I bring Lisa on, I want to quickly sing her praises. Lisa is a registered dietitian with an undergraduate degree from Rochester Institute of Technology, followed by an internship at Cornell University. 
She began her career in acute care and pediatric gastroenterology at Strong Memorial Hospital in Rochester, New York. Um, she transitioned to the field of functional medicine and began working with Dr. Mark Hyman. She now is also the nutritional director at WeNatal, a prenatal supplement company with science-backed formulas for both men and women. Let's welcome Lisa to the show. Welcome to the Essentially You podcast. Lisa, honey, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you, Dr. Marisa? I'm doing good. It sounds like we both had many dance parties earlier today. It's in the afternoon, so we're boosting that energy. I'm not going to lie. I also have um, a green tea, green matcha with me as well to kind of <laughs> help me saunter into the afternoon. Keep it going up, yeah. Yes, exactly. And what we're talking about today, I think, is such a critical topic, even with my audience and my women um, and that is supporting men and women through conception, specifically around targeted prenatal supplementation. And I feel this is so critical, especially as women are, like myself, having children at a later time or just really wanting to make super babies, not only trying to get pregnant, but also trying to ensure that their babies are fully supported. I know my audience, my community, they're all about the research and all about understanding you know, what they can do to really optimize their body and optimize their future babies as well. And so I'm super stoked on this topic because I dove into this topic when I was pregnant and I know you're going to bring so much more to it today. So I just want to start with, when do you recommend, Lisa, honey, that we start kind of gearing up? You know, so many women, you know, have been on hormonal birth control, you know, for gosh, decade up until they decide they're going to try to get pregnant. Or people are starting to, maybe they're thinking about it, they're planning for it. And I think that there isn't a lot of guidelines out there about, you know, when should we start really priming our bodies and gearing up our bodies for what I consider to be an Olympian event, you know, a marathon, an ultra marathon event. I mean, what our bodies have to go through to make 3D print people and bring them into the world is mind-blowing. And the best we can be to, to have all the right nutrients and have the right diet in place, I think is so critical, not only that we feel great throughout the process, but that we feel really good about the babies that we're bringing in. Absolutely. Well, I mean, just the fact that you said that, it, it's never too early to start to think about it, to start to prepare for it. You're really tending to the soil, the environment in your body to prepare for literally the most nutritionally demanding biological process that a woman will ever go through. So thinking about this ahead of time, never too early, but you have to start to think about, okay, when sperm matures, as the egg is developing and maturing, how long does that process take? Because you have that period of time to really optimize. And that usually for men, somewhere between 70, 75 days, it's a little bit different for every person, but I usually say at least three months ahead of time before you start really trying. Even before then would be great if you can. But if the, if you're really looking for a time frame to up level what you're doing from a nutritional perspective, cleaning up the environment, there's so much stuff we can talk about in that realm too. That's when you really want to focus. And for women, you know, I say the same period of time, probably closer to four months, even even a little bit sooner, but. Again, it's never too early to be preparing. Absolutely. Well, I think about our menstrual cycle and how obviously that is, you know, not only a fifth vital sign for us, but also what is helping to gear us up every single month just in case and to keep our menstrual cycle 
healthy to keep our, our, obviously our ovaries, our hormones. I mean, I think that is all critical, not only specifically for conception, but just for overall health and vitality. And so maintaining the health of of our, you know, 28-day biological rhythm, I think in its own right is super critical. And then it becomes a lot more critical when we're we're gearing up for this big event. Absolutely. Yes. And there are, there are nutrients that we know that can help with regulating those cycles, but it, so much of it, blood sugar control, blood sugar control, insulin control. How much does that impact our cycles? It, it can't be overstated. And then, of course, that has such a wide range of benefits in other areas of the, of the body and also primes you for the healthiest pregnancy possible. But I couldn't agree more. It's, it's helping you to have those regular healthy cycles, knowing what nutrients are involved and preparing overall, for which is going to help in all different ways. Well, I'm just so glad to hear you say it. I know I, I put my husband on a 90-day protocol, and I had been on a six-month protocol back in my 40s before I got pregnant. But I told, I told my husband, Alex, I was like, listen, it's about a 75, 80, let's just call it a 90-day turnaround. Like, I want the most robust sperm coming on in. You know, we're not playing. And so he's like, whatever, whatever I got to do. So. That's right. There's actually, it's fascinating research. Um, have you heard of these chemoattractants and how the egg actually impacts the sperm's ability to help with fertilization? I just will say, say it, because all I'm going to say is that we do all of it. Ladies, if you are wondering, we're calling it in. Those sperm, they would get lost in the sauce. They wouldn't even know where to go. And so we're just like back, we're come on. And then we're self-selecting, you know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) we're literally running the show. I mean, you start off with a ton, there's just like a fraction that actually gets to the end to begin with, right? And then it's like only the genetically most compatible and the eggs are are actually more involved in this process than we ever realized before. It's not just like, oh, the sperm's going to the egg. Okay, which one's going to be the strongest? No, no, no. The egg, just like the ladies, have much more say in this uh, dance between the two. So what happens is the the egg can actually secrete these chemoattractants, these chemicals that help the sperm to swim faster. It just helps their motility, helps them more likely to be the one to fertilize, but it needs to be robust, it needs to be healthy, it needs to be strong, needs to be genetically, just have healthy DNA. So we need to do everything that we can leading up to that point to make sure that that man has the strongest, healthiest sperm possible and that the eggs are as healthy as they can be as well. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Well, I'm just so glad you you pointed that out. I, I just find that I'm not surprised. I want to circle back to blood sugar regulation and um, fertility uh, conception. You know, I, I know that insulin resistance is a major player for polycystic ovarian syndrome, which affects about a little over 5 million women. It's, it's definitely one of the biggest causes of infertility in women as well. And so tell me, I mean, obviously there's a spectrum here. You know, women don't necessarily need to have polycystic ovarian syndrome to have insulin resistance. And insulin resistance could be playing a role in the imbalance of their hormones, whether they've got PCOS or not. And we also know that although insulin resistance is like physiologically a normal state that happens to women during pregnancy, it can tip over into the danger zone of gestational diabetes. And so it plays a role all the way well before and all the way through 
Can you just speak on that a little bit? Yeah, no, absolutely. And and to your point, it has to start, you have to start thinking about this stuff before you even get pregnant, because that's going to set the stage for increasing the risk or decreasing the risk of developing gestational diabetes as you go in further into pregnancy. But it's like when you have to think about what happens when we're eating sugar, but not just sugar, these refined, these highly refined carbohydrates that turn into sugar in the body almost as soon as you eat them. It's basically just like eating sugar. If you have a piece of bread or a cracker or any of these refined carbs, just hold it in your mouth for like a minute. You're going to start to taste sweet because it's breaking down and turning into sugar before you even swallow it. And that's going to really hit the blood sugar, like the blood or the bloodstream very quickly. It's crazy. It's so, and we can experience it in real time, whether it's with a CGM or just physically paying attention to how we're tasting and experiencing. So when we do this, when we're, when we're eating these things to excess and it's more than our body can handle, obviously the, the pancreas needs to secrete insulin because that's like the key that gets that sugar into the out of the blood and into the cells where it can be used for energy. But a lot of times we're overloading our systems with sugar, sweetened foods, beverages, these highly refined carbs, and the pancreas has to work harder and harder to get more insulin. And then the cells become more resistant to that insulin. And if we're doing that before we even get pregnant, what can happen is these higher levels, even in women that don't have, to your point, don't have PCOS or aren't developing PCOS, it can still increase testosterone production in women. And let's not forget the men. It, it can actually decrease testosterone in men and have a negative impact on their sperm. It can lead to oxidative stress. These high blood sugar levels and insulin levels can lead to just inflammation, which can affect the, the reproductive organs. There's such a wide range of ways that blood sugar and insulin being out of balance can interfere with fertility, whether or not you develop PCOS. So it's it's such a critical thing that we need to think about and using food as medicine to help balance that out and prevent these sh sharp spikes and these big dips. That is, I can't overstate how important that really is for fertility. Well, yeah. And I think about the mitochondria, which I, I love touting that there are more mitochondria in the ovaries than any other cell, any other area of both. Egg, yes. The female egg has the most mitochondria of any cell in the body. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. And we know that sugar gunks that up. You know, I always think of, deservingly so, I think of mitochondria as divas. They're just like, it's got to be the right conditions. Okay. I got to have what I, you know, I need. And they are so quick to be like, uh, this is not working for me. Like there's too much sugar here. It's I'm gunking up. I'm not, I'm, I'm shutting down. I'm just shutting down. And we need that energy to do this big job. You build a human, a <laughs> 3D human. Exactly. So, and there's so much too with respect to nutrition and a whole foods based diet. I mean, the mitochondria needs a lot of different nutrients to function properly. I mean, we're talking about these, like, think about vitamin D, think about selenium, vitamin C, zinc, vitamin A. There's all these micronutrients that we need in order to produce the energy and help those mitochondria function well, in addition to helping to balance blood sugar and keeping insulin levels under control. Hey, one more thing. Did you know that one of the biggest nutrient deficiencies that I see in people, especially women, is a magnesium deficiency? It's because we burn through the super mineral so quickly. 
Now, this powerful mineral packs a massive punch because magnesium is involved in over 600 reactions in the body. Now, it is your best friend if you need more energy, better sleep, a faster metabolism, improved digestion, and not to mention happier periods. And you can quickly replenish your magnesium levels with my essentially whole magnesium restore supplement made with my favorite form of magnesium, magnesium glycinate. Use promo code podcast and get 10% off your entire order at drmarisa.com slash magnesium. Now I'll have the link in the show notes for this episode to make it easy. Go and try it out today. Here's something I know every woman can agree on. Stubborn belly fat can feel like the worst, especially when you've tried everything to lose it. Not to mention belly fat can be dangerous for us too. According to a brand new study, women over 40 who have excessive belly fat are up to 20% more likely to suffer a heart attack. And no surprise, hormones are involved in belly fat production, which is actually good news because we can optimize your hormones and metabolism for a flatter stomach. And that's exactly what I'm offering to you as a free gift today. My Belly Slim Down Guide gives you three effective strategies to get rid of belly fat, along with recipes to reduce bloating, balance your blood sugar, and speed up your metabolic furnace to optimize fat burning. So grab the Belly Slim Down Guide with my proven protocols and recommendations and recipes now at drmarisa.com slash slimdown. That's drmarisa.com slash slimdown, and the link will be in the show notes. But if we're not eating a nutrient-dense diet, if we're, if we're eating these highly processed foods, if we're not getting this balance of our macronutrients, and our micronutrients, like you said, it's just not going to function well and we're going to be in trouble. I agree with you 100%. I mean, we're seeing, we're seeing that play out now. We are literally seeing that play out right this second. We, you know, every one of us has a friend or a family member who's struggling with infertility. Every single one of us is, has friends and female friends and sisters and, you know, who've had miscarriages, you know. And so I feel like it's, it's very much playing out right now. And nutrition is just really the, the foundation. I want to step into, you know, I know that a nutrient-dense diet, it's so key. But also I know that we're not messing around here. <laughs> It's not just it's not just nutrition that's going to get the job done. And you know, and we really want to set I want to set up every potential mama and every every pregnant mama and every postpartum mama with the the greatest success possible because let me tell you that journey does not end. It just starts. Everyone focuses on birth. I'm like, can we just can we talk about what's happening after birth? Can we t- <laughs> I was like birth is a moment. It's a big moment. I get it. <laughs> but like there is on the other side. And I'm still breastfeeding. Gosh, it's almost two and a half years. So, you know, I'm, I feel that and I'm so intentional about what I what kind of supplements I take um, still for breastfeeding today. So that's what I want to step into is supplementation because I am not convinced, although I am a big fan of nutrient-dense foods, I have so many programs on that, but that we got to really take it to the next level when it comes to getting the right nutrients to feed not only the garden, to support our ovaries, to support the eggs, but then also to support that that embryo, um, that you know, and the fetus. So let's talk about some of the crit- the most critical nutrients that you know we really need to make sure that we're we have. Yes, and especially in certain populations, it's it's especially important. If you're talking about somebody who's strict vegetarian or vegan, some of these nutrients that are especially important as you get further along in pregnancy and while you're breastfeeding 
we've got to keep those on the radar. So when I think of like top nutrients that we need that are harder potentially to get fully from our diet alone, especially since our soils are depleted, we are not eating the same quality food that we have for millennia. So really top one that comes to mind, choline. Yes, girl. Yes. I was like, maybe she's going to say choline first. <laughs> totally. And it's shockingly absent. Nothing. Like it's either not in prenatals or the, the amount is dismal. It's not going to do anything for you. You really research. I mean, research is really showing that you need like 450 milligrams a day. And so few people are getting that. And, and supplements are supplements for a reason. They're supplementing what you eat, but we really need to see from the research, like how much are people really eating? And it's not very much. So in, in prenatals, I mean, you're looking for at least 300, 350 milligrams. And it's just not there in most of them. It's just not there. I mean, I cannot tell you how many, I mean, we're talking about the, the prenatal that we are, we're talking about today, but no. I'll tell you right now, two or three years ago, whenever it was, gosh, it feels like forever. It, it was not there. I, I I took a, even an activated B complex, I couldn't find it. And so I bought it separate. Yeah. And that, I mean, that was going to be my next one, right? Activated Bs, but especially methylfolate, because still so many doctors are telling people get folic acid. It is the synthetic form of folate. This is this is a really big problem. I'm just I mean, shaking my head over here. Just, you can't see me. Shake away. Yeah. I am shaking I roll, shake. <laughs> up to 40% of people, and I'm talking about women and men, up to 40% of the population has a variation to their MTHFR gene or methyl tetrahydrofolate reductase. It's a mouthful, but it's so important for carrying out important functions of DNA expression, detoxification, Hormone balance, There's it's such a wide range of things that is, are essential for the body. And if you have a variation to this gene, your body can't take that synthetic form and make it into the active form that we need is that methylfolate. So you're really looking for that methylated version of not just folate, but the Bs in general, B12, B6, all the Bs. Yeah, a methyl version of all, because you just don't know. Most of us don't know if we've got, you know, a mutation or not. No matter what. Why, why chance it, <laughs> you know, you know, and you always want an activated version, you know, to make sure that it's working on a cellular level. And so you're right. I was mind blown how, how few I was like, hmm, nope, 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 nope. I know it's getting more attention now, but it's still very, it's hard to find a good quality methylated B. So definitely look for that. The other one I will mention, which I know is on a lot of people's radar, but as far as dosing is concerned, I don't think it is. Vitamin D, which of course we know is so important for both partners, right? But the research is really showing that women need a higher level to get their levels, their blood levels to that therapeutic dose. So we're looking for like 4,000 IUs of vitamin D, probably even more during breastfeeding. I usually recommend five because I want to move the needle on labs. I want optimal lab levels with vitamin D and it's just, you just shouldn't mess around with it. It's, it's so critical for brain development. It's so freaking critical. It's as critical as choline. Absolutely. There's just too many neurons, girl. There's too many neurons at stake. I know. And think about even, like you said, it doesn't just stop at birth. Think about afterwards. I mean, the lower levels of vitamin D, higher risk of postpartum depression, all these other things that could affect you and baby once the baby is born. So it's going to help before, during, and after pregnancy, for sure. And for men, I mean, they also need to be looking at that vitamin D on 
I mean, there's really not a lot of men's prenatals out there and they're not probably not on their radar. But. Yeah, I just, you know, for me, it, I just peace, often what I was taking is what I was peace smelling for my husband. My yeah, He just had to take like 12 different supplements a day. <laughs> but he, I'm just so grateful. He was just like, whatever I got to, whatever I got to do. I was going to ask, was he, was he agreeable? Was he He's taking He's very agreeable. Off? He's always been really agreeable in terms. And, you know, I was super, I think one of those really important things for any partnership um, when it comes to a decision like this is is getting clear about the intention. You know, what kind of pregnancy experience, you know, what kind of baby are we looking to create? You know, and so just like if we're both a full body yes on the healthiest baby possible, the healthiest pregnancy possible, well, this is what this looks like. It's 100%. Couldn't agree more. Why we've got our manifestation journal working together as a couple to be very clear and it changes the energy. It really does internally, externally between the two of you. It's, I'm glad you brought that up because it's very, I think, overlooked. Yeah. It's not just, I mean, I know so much falls on us because again, we're the, we are the ones creating life on this planet, um, you know, but it is obviously, it takes two to, to make this work. And so Sperm quality is so critical and just support, you know, the, throughout the whole process of, of being pregnant. You know, it's it's a real bummer when, you know, you're being really mindful about all the things that you're doing. Obviously, no alcohol, no a lot of things. And then your partner is just, you know, just doing whatever they're doing, you know, and so. Let's party. I don't know if that's the best idea. It's nice to, to have, you know, to kind of the energy in the environment to be really supportive as you are going through this monumental metabolic experience. And so I just, just, you know, it's, you know, it's always worth setting the tone by putting it out there and setting the intention for what you would love. And then, and then hoping that it all, you know, that your partner is down with that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, they are, they're half, they are half of the equation and leading up to it, I mean, a lot of women, to your point, they they put a lot of stress and pressure on themselves and they carry a lot of emotional weight if something goes wrong, if they lose a pregnancy. Half, almost uh, at least half of those people, couples who are struggling with miscarriage, infertility, it's due to male factors. It's not just the women issues are not what is fully driving this 100% of the time. It's just not. So I think just being aware of that, it's one way, I think, to get more of the men on board and to really understand that they have a lot of power too in how healthy this and how just successful they're going to be as a couple in getting pregnant. Mm, yeah, I just, I love, so appreciate you speaking into that. Okay, so we've got got some of my sexy players here. We've got choline, we've got all the B vitamins, methylated um, B vitamins. We've got vitamin D looking at at least four. And again, take, I mean, what's what we're going to talk about we natal in just a second, but you'll notice that most prenatals are going to have 800, you know, I use a thousand. I use like, if you're lucky, I, I maybe I saw 2000 occasionally. It's super rare. Highest I've seen is, is almost, almost maybe one or two, but mainly it's between 800 and 2000 that I see. So yeah. So just, just note that, that, you know, this is, and I know the one thing that we even said, you know, when it comes to getting these nutrients that, you know, from supplementation specifically, that there's a, there's a lot of misunderstanding or miscommunication, even with our OBGYNs about us taking them. I, I cannot tell you how many times I've heard women tell me that they weren't, they were told not to take a prenatal 
they were, or they were like, I don't know if I'm, I should take one. And I just would love to, I mean, obviously we're debunking that right now, which is saying the amount that you're needing, you know, in terms of dosage every single day leading up to the pregnancy during the pregnancy and, and, and postpartum. But can we just talk a little bit about that? I wouldn't say it. It's a myth per se, but just mis- a misunderstanding of what the body really needs, critically needs to, to function. Absolutely. I mean, it's it comes down to there. there is actual research. There's published research that we have and we can even I can even send you the papers. You know, we know that the nutrients that are needed most before and during pregnancy, but especially once a woman becomes pregnant, I mean, the needs of the body increase. That's been very well established and documented, especially with certain nutrients like vitamin A, iron. Iron needs double during pregnancy. And so many women of childbearing age are already low or deficient in iron and are anemic. And you need that to bring oxygen to your to your baby and to your own organs. So there's just so much misconception about, oh, well, you can just get that all from your diet. Well, that's that's a very blanket statement. Every single person and their intake is going to be different and their diet patterns. So we need to look at the nutrients that are that increase in their needs and that we know physiologically are needed as we do become pregnant and go on and hopefully breastfeed and everything else and really see, okay, how much would we actually need to get of these foods to meet those nutrient needs? And it's, it's a lot. We, of course, whole food diet, a Mediterranean diet, there's a lot of research behind that as far as is improving fertility and fertility outcomes and pregnancy outcomes. But in terms of the micronutrients, that's where we really need to be thinking because vitamin D alone, how are you going to get that from your diet alone? You just, you can't, (laughs) you can't. When we're talking about micronutrient and antioxidant profile, we're talking about 30 different types of plant foods every single week. That, I mean, and as well-intentioned as you may be, and and if you're hitting those numbers, you know, high five, you know, big time. That is the intention for us. We don't always every single week hit those numbers. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, you're, you're there traveling or you're doing whatever. And I just wouldn't bank on, you know, making sure that you're hitting that level of numbers. That's like, we're talking about like anywhere between eight to 10 servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. And let's be honest, most of us are not hitting anywhere near that number. And if we are, you know, relatively consistently, not enough. And I, to me, it's just not, it's if we're looking to create, not only to ensure that our bodies are beyond healthy during this process, but I think every mama, every soon-to-be mama cares the most about what their baby's getting. It just, I feel like supplementation is really, it, it, it's a yes and. It's got to be a part of the equation. Exactly. And you're really trying to prepare your reserves also leading up to pregnancy. You don't know what's going to happen during the pregnancy. So many women experience aversions and try to get some women eating eight to 10 servings of vegetables when they're feeling nauseous and can only keep, you know, a cracker down. It's just, it's absurd. And I, and I don't want women also to feel this guilt of like, oh my gosh, I can't get my vegetables in. I can't. So many women get anxious and about that. And they're like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. You have supplementation is sort of like, it's like a safety net. It's a little bit of just bridging the gaps, but also getting you to those reserves so that if that happens, you don't have to be living in this anxious state, you know, 
all right, I prepared, I'm, I'm going to be able to get back on it. And that can really help to bridge the gaps that are there. No, I will say that that first trimester is the most anxiety inducing because of all the tests. I mean, it's just like, am I going to make it to the 14th week? You know, and um, we had a miscarriage. And so once we got pregnant again, you know, it was, it was like, um, you know, just like hold it, just ho- hoping that every single check-in was going to be all good. It's very scary. And yeah, that, that particular trimester, you're, you're nauseous, potentially you're, you're, you're throwing up. Nothing sounds good, like nothing, you know, only like five food groups even work for you at the time. And so I remember I'm I'm such a big green smoothie girl and I was just like, do not. Yeah. Don't get anywhere near me with that. You can take that blender and shove it somewhere. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And that's, and you have, you listen to your body. Like you're, you can't fight against it, especially during that time. And I totally agree with you. You need to have the supplement and everything else that we're talking about to the best of your ability. But there's, it's unfortunate that so many people are getting the message that, meh, you don't really need it or "Eh, it's not that important because the more you read, the more you learn, the more you experience, the more you realize how much of a difference it actually does make. Are there any other ones? I have a couple on my, on my list that I think of. You said it before. I'll, I'll say it as a group just antioxidants. I mean, oxidative stress is one of the biggest drivers of sperm and egg damage and having issues around infertility, especially for men. And that's where supplementation is particularly important because try getting enough CoQ10, NAC, L-carnitine, all these nutrients from the diet. Sometimes you just, you can't, you have to have supplementation for, for some of these, but So again, it's more of like a combination or grouping. So vitamin A, zinc, vitamin C, vitamin E, just uh, it's, I know it's a little bit of a cheat, but multiple at one, you really, really need to focus on those antioxidants. Yeah. Those, I mean, that whole grouping, you know, and, and even, even people taking a vitamin C supplement is just not, it's just not enough. Like it's the amount of vitamin C that is necessary and needed and then there's and you know, the one and the other one, I know we're going to talk a little bit about that, but the omegas as well. The omegas, absolutely. Yeah. The omegas, not only during and after pregnancy, but before. It can help to regulate menstrual cycles. I mean, it can help to reduce prostaglandins, which can really drive irregular periods and cramping. And it improves ovarian function. It improves circulation to the ovaries. I mean, it has such important anti-inflammatory properties and all these other properties we're talking about before we even get to the point where you're pregnant. And then once you are, it plays a huge role in the baby's brain development, the eye development, higher levels of omega-3s that moms take have been associated with higher IQ and just better early cognitive development in children. So, I mean, it goes above and beyond just the anti-inflammatory effects. And Actually, kids have lower levels of asthma and allergic just conditions when their mom has had higher omega-3, especially DHA levels. And that's also, I mean, how many women are getting enough DHA from their diet? I mean. Yeah, I mean, and especially again, that that first, I know that it gets, you know, especially second and third, we we really got to kick those up. But I mean, who's trying to eat, who's trying to eat sardines? Who's trying to eat salmon? You know what I'm saying? It's in the first trimester. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, I just got, I, I was mind blown about how much too that we needed. And again, you look at an average prenatal, most of them don't have any, any omegas at all in them, but you know, it's, and, and I, I don't know where you stand. If you, if you feel you should be inside of the prenatal or if it should be a separate, a separate entity. I think it should be separate because that way you can really keep things from oxidizing. If you're preparing it and you're encapsulating it appropriately, keep it from oxidizing, keep it from just going rancid, which if you open up a fish oil, you know, bottle and you smell fishiness, no, nope, stay away. That means that it has been oxidized. It's already rancid and up to 20% of them over the counter have already gone bad. So, but you do want to make sure that it's separate because it's not going to be stable when you've got all those things together. Good to know. And so I know that you guys are, um, you at We Needle are creating one and it's going to be out this summer. Are, is there, and I want and definitely go and get it when it's available. At the time, you guys obviously still don't have it yet. Yeah, it'll, it'll be out there. It's coming. It's coming. I took Nordic Naturals. That's, that was the brand that after I did all the research and poured over everything, it was the one that I felt was going to meet my needs. And then I was still doing more than the, like the regular dosage. I will say in my third trimester, you know, when the acid reflux is kind of, I was lucky. I didn't have a lot of acid reflux. It was a super, I was on an auto, autoimmune protocol almost the entire time, but it's still, you know, <laughs> I remember taking supplements in like my eighth month and I was like, it doesn't matter. You just have to do this. <laughs> Push through, girl. Just push through. Okay. Swallow these four big, you know, omega supplements. Well, that's the thing. So there's two things. One, usually they're huge, which doesn't work for everybody. Uh, fortunately, we were able to get them into a smaller soft gel, a couple of them only. But just so you know, in case it's really tough. Nordic Naturals, I don't know if you saw that they now have gummies that are actually pretty tasty, but DHA specifically. Yep. I did not know that. Well, I'm still taking the same one, literally. I've never stopped taking them. Although my son is addicted to salmon, to wild-caught salmon, which we are so grateful. You know, some things he's not feeling. Like, I'm not going to lie. He's not the biggest fan, like any toddler of vegetables, but loves fruit, loves his salmon. And so he gets he gets a, a good amount of salmon every single week. We, we eat salmon twice a week. And so but even still, I still I still take them every single day as a part of my protocol, my supplement protocol. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize they were gummies. And so, no, good to know. <laughs> FYI. But yeah, you know, you really do need to get that therapeutic dose to have all the benefits that help with not just baby, but also just normally, I don't think most people, again, are getting it. And for your own brain health, for our own cognition and our own inflammatory pathways, they're just so, the benefits are very, very extensive. Yeah, exactly. I think that that's such an important point that whether you're trying to get pregnant or not, you know, the, and, and let's be honest, the omega-6 to omega-3 ratio, the 16 to 1 ratio for most of us because of the rancid seed oils that we're consuming inadvertently because, oh my gosh, they're just everywhere. Like it's, it's so hard to escape them unless you're super conscious and super you know, diligent about keeping, you know, not buying anything packaged basically and, you know, and, and going out to eat, you know, and not knowing what kind of oils are using, you know, in a restaurant. And so we need even the score on the omega-6 to omega-3 front. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. It, we're, if we're living in this world, in this, in this modern day world, it's going to be almost impossible to balance that ratio out without taking some kind of supplementation. Those were, those are my heavy hitters. 
I don't know if we missed anything. Yeah, I, I think the last one I was thinking of mainly for women, not for men, but but the iron, like I said, needs double in pregnancy. And there are a lot, there are a good number of prenatals that don't have any iron at all. Some people think that, okay, I'll take it separately. But a lot of women, if they take a prenatal, it's not on their radar. So they don't think to take an extra one, or it's just another supplement. And so many women become, or at least are borderline anemic, exhausted. It's really hard for them to just get through their day. And then they see that they need iron. And that I think is an important part of a prenatal that you should be looking for as well. When I agree with you earlier, when you had said that so many women are already iron deficient, I can, I mean, gosh, I would say 80% of the labs that I look at and have looked at over the years, pregnant or trying to get pregnant or not, women are definitely iron deficient and nearing, you know, kind of an anemic state. And so I agree with you. I took an iron supplement separate than you know, I, I did take a prenatal and I'm trying to remember, I don't remember the brand. It doesn't matter anymore, but it was like a, it was just such a little baseline, you know, <laughs> it was such a baseline. It's better than nothing. It was a baseline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it was like the tiny baseline and then it was all the other things. And you guys have really solved that problem, you know, with, with renatal, your prenatal. So talk to me a little bit about kind of the the conception of creating it, you know, I know so much research went into it. You're really just meeting so many of the needs of not only just women, but also men so that we don't, we don't have to take a gajillion supplements like, like I was doing, like I'm doing still. Yeah. And so many women do, right. To really get everything that you need. It is hard to get it all in packed in, right. We were able to do it in three pills, which for a lot, I know for a lot of women, that's a huge change because a lot of these where, where you have every last nutrient, which is hard to find seven, eight pills a day at minimum. It's just, it's, it's a lot. If you're, and if you're feeling nauseous, if you're feeling uncomfortable, it's hard then to take that many pills, but we were able to get it into three. We were able to get the therapeutic doses as of, of the things that we're talking about, the choline, the vitamin D, you know, all of these antioxidants. And we really wanted to do two separate formulas, one to optimize women and all of the research that's been done. We actually already did a reformulation because there was new research that came out in 2022. And it showed the optimal ranges for a prenatal for women based off of how much women are eating on average of these different nutrients and what research shows about what's the ideal levels that we're talking about. So we reformulated as soon as that came out to try to meet all of those as much as we could. But we also had our men's prenatal because of the importance of those antioxidants and just providing, as we said, the methylated B vitamins help with DNA support and detoxification, all of these super important physiological processes just to help both optimize to give you the best chance at the healthiest possible pregnancy and baby and also like thinking of epigenetics, what your egg and sperm, the the DNA and the messages that it carries, it's not going to stop with the baby that you have. It's going to be carried into generations to come. And that's where we really, that was such a huge motivating factor of what made us so passionate about finding a, a, a supplement that people could take that wouldn't overwhelm them in terms of the pill burden we give them the best quality, no added crap, no added fillers or flavorings, or there's just so much unnecessary extra ingredients. If you look a lot at a lot of these prenatals over the counter, 
colorings and all that kind of stuff. So keeping all that out and then also having it be more of like a community, not just the prenatals, but we came up with a manifestation journal, which you can get. And it's really taking both partners, having that intention, having that vision of where you want to go and helping that guide you through. And on top of that, just trying to provide as much education as we can through we offer free nutrition consults when you get we natal either for her or for him or both. And we got a Facebook group, we have free educational content. It's really, it's really trying to be a movement to educate people the importance of of this time in your life and how much quality matters. (laughs) Quality and quantity in this in this sense, both of them are super important. And that's kind of what drove it. Mm, I love that. Yes. Quality and quantity. And I love that you guys even, you know, had that integrity of reformulating, you know, figuring out based on what women are really needing. I think that is so, so important and so critical. I'm just so excited, you know, that, you know, there's no better time right now. (laughs) And we're needing something like this more than ever. And just making it easier for, for women to get what they need and men too, right? Obviously. Um, but and and I know that my 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 ladies inadvertently men are doing all the things that we want them to do. So hopefully, hopefully, I love that. Yeah, and it's it, like you said, it's no better time than now. Actually, the World Health Organization they just came out with their new statistics for the first time in like a decade, where they said one out of every six people will face infertility issues in their life, and that's up from one in seven just less than a decade ago. So I mean, this is a real we're in a fertility crisis right now. And we want to be able to provide something that is high quality that you can trust that does not give you anything that you don't need. It's just what you do need. And you you just feel good taking it and that it's beautiful. And it's nice to look at. And it's just the whole we're looking for the whole package here. Love it. And is there I know someone's probably wondering and asking themselves, like, when is the time to take this? Um, Would you say morning? Would you say with meals? Can you break it up? What would you recommend? Yeah, so some people feel like the B vitamins are a little bit more stimulating, especially because we have those active B vitamins. So they're going to work fast and they're going to work well. But if that's you, probably taking them earlier in the day, you could still break it up. Sometimes I'll say take a couple with breakfast, then one with lunch. Some people do take them all at the same time and they feel fine with it. But I think from an absorption standpoint, helps to break it up a little bit. So either two in the morning, one in the afternoon, or maybe one with each if it doesn't bother you in the afternoon, evening time. But for practical purposes, if your schedule just allows you to do one and done, then just take all three at the same time. And that's all right. Perfect. Yeah, I know. I know activated and methylated B vitamins are energy energizers. And so I always think about, you know, knocking them out before like 2 p.m., especially if you're a little sensitive. I know sleep can be such an issue for women. We don't need anything else interfering with that. No. So true. Okay, so where do we get them? What do we where how can we get a hold of these? Yes, you can go to wenatal.com. It is all there. We've got blogs, we've got the wenatal for her, wenatal for him. We've got the manifestation journal there. We've got so much free content. We have a preconception guide that you can sign up for for free. It goes over all these different ways that you can help prepare yourself, your environment, everything for for this beautiful journey ahead. So go on there and check it out. Amazing. Okay, so I'll have the link. Um, and I know I originally had a code for Omegas, but can I have a do? I don't know if I have. I wanted to make sure because I know that those aren't ready yet. 
So we'll, I'll just make sure to link up to the site I get you guys everything you need. Just go to the show notes, work out the details on that. Yes. As soon as those are available, I'll get them to you. Perfect. Perfect. Um, and I just want to say thank you so much, Lisa, honey, for coming on and sharing your wisdom with us. And just so grateful to you guys for creating something that is so, so needed right now. Thank you so much. It's been such, such a pleasure. Now go, go have another dance party. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm heading to go get him right now. <laughs> Good. So after my conversation with Lisa, it is no surprise that when it comes to conceiving and growing a baby, it all starts with egg and egg quality, along with sperm quality, right? We need both of those. Given the importance of egg and sperm quality, it's important that both partners are well-nourished before trying to conceive. So if you are planning to get pregnant, I do recommend three months or more to boost your nutrient intake. It takes several months for the follicle to develop and mature before it's finally ready to release during ovulation, as we talked about here in today's interview. Now, for three to six months prior to trying to conceive, I recommend being on a great and just well-stacked prenatal. And one of the ones that I trust more right now is Weenatal. I really wish that Weenatal was available back when I was preparing to conceive and throughout my pregnancy and postpartum journey. But thank goodness it is here today. Now, at the end of the day, supporting your body before, during, and after pregnancy is really about giving yourself and your body what it needs to thrive. It takes a tremendous amount of energy to create another human being from scratch, and it's my goal in this episode to equip you with everything you need supplementation-wise to create that perfect little super baby with ease and grace. Now, if there's someone in your life who's trying to get pregnant or who is in that conception process, I highly recommend sharing this episode with them. And if you're interested in checking out a great prenatal, especially again, to boost fertility and boost amazing, you know, the probability of conception, I recommend Weenatal for both men and women. I mean, you both should be taking it. I will have the link in the show notes to check them out to learn more. I love that they are so science-backed and that they meet the requirements that I'm looking for in a prenatal, which I never found on the market when I was going through the journey. Um, I will have again in the show notes for you to check out. And if you found this episode helpful, be sure to subscribe to the show and take a moment and rate the show so that more women who are looking to support their bodies and looking to become the CEO of their, their health have a way of channeling in. Until the next episode, have an amazing day. 